It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Injured at work in a motor vehicle accident or had a fall in a public space? Speak to Your Claim Lawyers, a no-win, no-fee, personal injury claims law firm that specialises in maximising compensation claims for injured people. Call 1-800-YOUR-CLAIM or yourclaimlawyers.com.au. And the Cats bounce back to get through to a 12th preliminary final since 2004. An incredible achievement. They've defeated the best the Giants could throw at them. They had to work hard, but they got there. We're always on the ball. We play the game as it should be played. Landed every change, 14 points at quarter time, 15 at the half, 32 at the final change, and 35 at the close. 15, 13, 103 to the Giants, 10, 8, 68. And the epic road trip for GWS comes to a close in the West as they bow out of the 2021 finals. for the winners, Tom Hawkins booted five. There were two for Cameron, Rowan and for Close with singles to Smith and Radagalia. For the Giants, two for Stone and two for Himmelberg and singles to Ward, Haynes, Kelly, Hill, Lloyd and Mumford. Geelong 15-13, 103, defeat the Giants 10-8-68 and for the seventh time under Chris Scott, his Geelong side will take a place in a preliminary final as they book a date with Melbourne. Melbourne. Oh, what a game that's going to be, Jerry. Well, Melbourne are going to go in short price favourites, but uh, they have uh, got a very, very difficult assignment. Geelong are back to, uh, I think, approaching their best, not at their best. They won't be that until Tom Stewart gets back. But I did like the look of the forward line, and I think that uh, Radagalia, whilst he wasn't uh, a dominant force today, he's a... Uh, significant addition. I think it just gave them a bit of separation. Tom Hawkins was unbelievably good. Paddy Dangerfield was better, which I think they'd be uh, happy with and he'll be looking for another lever or another level to achieve next week. So they stare down the anxieties that, that come with looking at, at straight, straight sets after such a disappointing qualifying final. Chris Scott say you, you lean into it, they, they lean into it and they see off the Giants and they go the long way around usually, so yep. we'll see. Well, ultimately, your uh, ambition is to get to a prelim final. They've got there, and that's all they need to worry about. I think Kane Little said they were leaning into their coaching issue as well, weren't they? So that's a bit of corporate modern speak for yes. me. Mm. Okay. So maybe maybe uh, didn't mean to dampen the mood. Maybe that's what you learn when you do those uh, two-week uh, trips <laughs> I, to Harvard. I think so. Stevie J and uh, Leon Cameron on camera and... 
I've got to say, I look at this group and I think to myself, I've always thought all year they were underperforming and uh, they made that, uh, I guess, a reasonable observation the way they finished. And I look at who's out and I know they've got some good draft picks. This mob can, you know, they can challenge. I, I, I don't think that's too big an ask over the next year or two. They've got so many good young kids. They've got a good blend of youth and experience. They've found a few defenders. They could probably do with a, another superstar here and there, but, gee, their ground-level players are as good as uh, is what's going around. If Hogan can become... Yep. You know, can, can get his body right, then... If Hogan become Hogan... Hogan, yeah. Then it... Uh, then, then they can cover to some degree yeah. what they've lost with Jeremy Cameron yeah. and then keep building from underneath. Yeah, look, I look at it, uh, I marked the names down here before. I mean, they've got some backup in the ruck with Briggs. Uh, Jack Buckley's unfortunately with the with the um, knees, probably not going to play much of a role next year until late. Jeremy Finlinson's always a question mark, got big talent, could play in that half back line. I'm not sure how much more Davis has got. I thought he was pretty good tonight. He, he showed a little bit more uh, mobility. Toby Green and Tom Green. I mean, these two absolute guns. Huge, ones huge outs for them tonight. Massive outs. I mean, Tom Green's only a baby, but uh, he doesn't play like one. Uh, so there's a couple of A-graders. Uh, Jesse Hogan, potentially another A-grade forward. Adam Kennedy gives depth through the middle of the ground. I don't know much about Peatling. He was playing tonight, but uh, not sure of where where he's at. I just haven't seen enough of him. Xavier O'Halloran's going to be a good player. Zach Bruce, sorry, Braden Bruce, gives him a bit of... Um, depth in defence, uh, sorry in the ruck and Jake Riccardi I'm not sure he's going to be there but I look at it and if they got everything right, they're, uh, they're not that far away. Yeah, they can keep their midfield, midfielders fit which as I said earlier, Leon's never really had, there's always been one or usually two injured yeah. hasn't there along the journey so and the, and the players they picked up such as Stone, you yeah. know, when they lost Jeremy Cameron, you know, if, if a couple of that, like Bruin will be a better player yeah. next year than he, than he is at the moment. Kinelio remains a bit of a question mark, doesn't he? Oh, it's a huge question mark. I mean, there's a major challenge for both him and the club. I mean, ultimately he can solve that issue by just getting super fit and finding his very best form. But he is so far off it. It's, uh, it's, it's amazing what's happened to his game. So it's uh, the hard summer on that front for him, but the Giants should be well pleased with what they are able to do this season. They spent the last 74 days of it on the road through multiple states, and they took the Giants, uh, they took the Swans in the elimination final, and they, they gave it their absolute all tonight with the, the outs, which were bad during the week and compounded by Jesse Hogan as, as the calf injury. He couldn't take his place in the game. So uh, the Giants depart the scene, both literally and metaphorically, in 2021, and it leaves the Cats to bask with some of their fans over in Perth, 44,091, and Tom Hawkins, the centre of all of it, having kicked five goals. And they can plot a course toward Melbourne. So the events of round 23 deserve to be reprised mm, yeah. at some stage, yeah. and they're going to be reprised in a prelim. Well, it just depends on whether or not Geelong can produce something like their form to three-quarter time or halfway through the third quarter. That was domination out of the middle, get it into a forward line that was functioning, have heaps of pressure in the forward line to keep it in there. And Chris Scott has got the group together right now and he is just delivering the ultimate message. You're two wins away, boys, from uh, achieving what you've all set out to achieve for the last 12 months. 10 years, whatever it is, there's uh, so many stories, but ultimately the, the dream is the grand final win, and that's two weeks away. 
And the final act of this will be with Joel Selwood, who embraces with Corey Enright, having broken his club game's record tonight. Game 333. And they are going to hoist him up on shoulders. Tom Hawkins, who shared so much of the journey with Joel and Corey Enright the same, both as a teammate and as a coach. So three of the great figures in Geelong's yeah. modern history together at the end of this semi-final. Joel, one of the greatest cats of all. Corey Enright bound for the Hall of Fame. And Tom Hawkins, a legendary goal kicker for them. I think in my time as an All-Australian selector, there was, I think, three players that were All-Australian five years out of the deck, one of the decades, and one of them was Corey Enright. Yeah. Just an amazingly good player. So Joel Selwoods, an embrace with Brian Cook, and now heads down into the rooms. The Cats, 35-point winners over the Giants, 15-13-103 to GWS 10-8-68. And... Jared, Chris Scott's not one to talk to them that much after mm. after the game, but he took the moment out on the field he did. to harness what it is and set themselves for a week's time. Yes, he did. I mean, they would have had a very big uh, week this week. There would have been some self-doubts. There would have been some recriminations of some sort. But uh, ultimately, he would have been thrilled with what he got, and he was, I'm sure, just very forthright in saying, we have got a chance, and we our best is good enough. So the Cats are going to link up in their song. It's a phenomenal record in preliminary finals. The seventh preliminary final for Chris Scott's his version of Geelong, 11 out of 15, and there's another one earlier than that as well in 2004, as Hutto referenced on the final siren. So their capacity to work their way into the final four is unrivaled throughout this era. What can they make of it? Geelong by 35 points. We'll go through all our awards, tie it all up, how it unfolded tonight. This is the post-game show for Rainbird. Rainbird, smarter irrigation, the intelligent use of water. That quarter on AFL Nation was for Mate Communications, award-winning Aussie service mobile plans from $20. To play next Friday night against Melbourne in a preliminary final, 15-13-103 to the Giants, 10-8-68. Tom Hawkins booted five goals. The post-game show for Rainbird, Rainbird Smarter Irrigation, the Intelligent Use of Water. So there's a lot of categories to work through here which will tell you the story of the game and, and we'll, uh, we'll wrap the stats into it as well. The Furphy unbelievable moment for Furphy Refreshing Nail, born in Geelong, unbelievable. Well, feel free to bob in because uh, my brain memory goes back about 15 minutes, but I reckon <laughs> Bobby Hills was Bobby. the uh, yeah. memorable moment. Yep. As you referenced at the start, he has built a highlights reel, yep. and now what else will he become? Well, he added to his highlights reel. He did. I think I thought he actually added to a bit of his substance too. I thought he's uh, he four, had a terrific. Yeah, he four quarter effort. I, I thought he was. He's one that they would love to go on. They've they've missed Daniels, and he's another one I, met, I, I didn't uh, mention before. But he could be a serious player if he can have say six involvements a quarter. 
Perfy refreshing ale, born in Geelong, unbelievable. The MEGT Rookie of the Day, your local apprenticeship experts. So Connor Stone's left an impression on all of us in yep. his fifth game. Not a lot of possessions, but uh, you can just see if he can get another big preseason in, get a little bit of muscle on, probably play a bit of midfield, he's going to be a player. And given how little he's seen of it to be able mm. to drop in after such a, a long absence, um, yes, is he was a threat out on the wing and he was a threat around the sticks Eight possessions, well. two goals, one. It's a pretty good uh, performance. Umpires robbed him of one. I'm going to give him three. <laughs> <laughs> MEGT supporting employers and apprentices for over 40 years. Uh, so, And they're the two contenders for the goal of the game for instant windscreens. Yeah. Broken windscreen call, instant windscreens, one, three, two, triple, four. Yeah, they were contenders, both of them, but I think Bobby Hill... Probably took the uh, gold and the silver and we'll give Stone the bronze. <laughs> Very good. The crucial moment for New Farm Australian through and through. We usually angle toward the positive on this, but the Perryman turnover, mm. when the Giants had kicked their three goals, they had this extraordinary wave of momentum yep. out of nowhere, and then Perryman was a terrible turnover out of half back to yep. Cam Guthrie, and mm. Geelong kicked a goal, and, and that was sort of the end of it. Robbed them of that uh, magical momentum, didn't it? So it was a, uh, a really key moment. The tackle or tackler of the game for Toro. Count on Toro to get the job done. Uh, Cornelio laid eight tackles, so he didn't do much with the footy, but uh, he harried and chased. Max Holmes laid eight tackles, mm-hmm. and would you believe so Shane Mumford yeah. did as well. I'm going to give it to Mummy. Yes. I want to give Mummy something. It could well be his last game. And uh, geez, I thought he was a really good player. He's in the best uh, half dozen players on the ground for mine, even though had a good battle with his direct opponent. But uh, very good game from Mummy. The Bendix breaks, big moment. Confidence stopping Bendix breaks. How about Hawkins out of the ruck oh. to Isaac oh. Smith as Geelong made their move? Well, he's a, he's a forward and he's just gone to the top of the highlights reel for the ruckman. I liked it. Little spike. Got into the outside, and uh, it's a set play. They all knew it. Uh, the opposition didn't, but uh, I reckon going next week, Melbourne will be pretty careful of what they, how they cover those uh, stoppages. Put your foot down with confidence. Bendix breaks. The toughest player for hard yakka, legendary gear. What have we got contested possession-wise? Um, Ward had 14, DeBoer had 14, Kelly had 13, Dangerfield had 13, Hopper 12, Whitfield 11. I'm going to go for Hopper. I thought Hopper was their best player at halftime. He had a really big first quarter, uh, and I think he's had a fantastic season. So Hopper for me. Toughest player for Hard Yakka for a new breed of legends. The, where are we here? The power... Player ratings for Red Energy awarded CanStar's most trusted energy retailer nationally for 2021. That's Red Energy. So if you use the fantasy points, it's Stanley 125, Menegola 124, then Whitfield 113, Hawkins 106, and Hopper, Mumford, and Kelly, the other players over the 100. So both Ruckman feature very yeah. prominently. Well, I had there. a pretty good battle. I think they were both uh, in the, the best uh, three or four players for their particular groups. I reckon uh, they may well... Both get some coaches' votes, but um, who did you think? Uh, well, I spot just on the raw numbers is Stanley probably tops there. The unmissable moment for Drinkwise. Choose to Drinkwise. You won't miss a moment if you drink wise. That was the Radagalia mark in the second quarter, yep. Jared, where he came from about six deep, came spinning into the pack and took a terrific mark. There's uh, a lot to like about Radagalia. I'm, I'm not sure what's holding him back. I'd, I'd like to sort of have a to find out because if you can just unlock every bit of that potential, you have got 
a combination of Tom Hawkins and uh, Nick Natanui. <laughs> and that's not a bad combination. No, that's a good combination. A good combination. Tom Natanui. You have a think through the votes, Jared. I'll give the stats for safety steel sheds designed to save, built to last. So from a team perspective first, uh, Geelong 356 to 325 disposals. So they won the disposal count by 31. The inside 50s were dead split, 49 apiece. Geelong won the hitouts 43-33. The Giants won the clearances 44-41. to It's pretty the, tight, really, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, it was. The contested possession count, Geelong plus six. Uh, the marks, Geelong 92 to 65. The, the marks this is inside the stat. 50 That's the, the stat. 13 that's, to 5. That's separated the game. Yep. And the contested marks were 12 to 8 in the Cats' favour. The tackles, the Giants laid 68 to 56. And the free kicks ran Geelong's way 24 to 17. So if we cast our mind forward, that is going to be the stat that determines whether Geelong, in my view, go to the grand final. Is can they get a significant advantage on Melbourne in, with those marks inside forward fifty? Because they haven't got the ground they haven't got the ground ball talent to make up for a lack of uh, production in the air. Yep. Tom Hawkins, Jeremy Cameron. Radagalia, if possible, uh, Gary Rahn, Dangerfield, if he goes down there. They go, they've got to get their marks that way. And against Stephen May and co, it won't be as easy as it was tonight. Who do you want to give the votes to, Jared? Uh, five or six? Uh, just three, two, one. Oh, three, two, one. Uh, I'm going to go one vote to Zach Tui. He was great on return, wasn't he? He was. I thought he was superb. They had to put a tagger on him, and he worked through that in the second half as well after starting well. Two votes to Lockie Whitfield, who I thought was uh, the best midfielder by far on the ground, and three votes was the best player on the ground. Thomas Hawkins, who not only did he kick uh, five goals, one, he was involved in about another half a dozen score involvements. A brilliant game from Tom Hawkins, and uh, I haven't seen him play much better than he has this year. It was a great turnaround from the Sam Taylor battle, wasn't it, from yeah, a month ago? Sam only had one intercept mark. Yeah. Was, uh, I think last time was 14. It was a world record. It was crazy, wasn't it? Hawkins took eight marks, had 11 contested possessions, 19 overall, and kicked five goals, one. Uh, Tui started terrifically well. He had 31, 17 kicks, 14 hand passes, and Whitfield topped all comers with 34 disposals, 22 kicks, 12 hand passes and 11 of those were contested. And I, I love the fact that he was really ordinary in the first quarter. I didn't love the fact that he was ordinary. But the, the fact that he actually <laughs> you, fought back. He only had four touches, so he's had a really big three quarters and he dragged his side back into the game. Couldn't get him across the line. But they still, I think, might have their moment in the sun, the Giants. So third versus seventh was how they were tonight from how they'd qualified in this uh, through the home and away, the ladder for United Forklifts and Access Solutions. No forklift is as tough as a cat forklift from United. So the Cats go through as a top four team to the prelim and now it's up to the Lions to see if they can follow suit or whether the Bulldogs, they finished fourth and fifth, uh, can, will they live the whole season above the Lions? Will they make 22 weeks True, or will it be the end where the Lions got past them as they set up for their semi-final tomorrow night? A shout-out for Flight Centre. Win big with Flight Centre. Five years of holidays big. And uh, have you got an eye on the cricket huddo for around the grounds for Chemist Warehouse? Great savings every day. Five for 150. So the Pope and Johnny Bairstow have uh, recovered. Consolidated. They have. So uh, they're getting close to that Indian total. So, Jared, a closing word, an enticing prospect next Friday night in a prelim when Geelong and Melbourne reconvene. 
Well, firstly to the Giants, I was uh, really admired the way they fought back. I think Leon Cameron was uh, under enormous pressure in round three, three losses immediately. Great finish to the season. And on the Cats, well, I think they showed that they can go all the way, but uh, they've got to go through Melbourne, and Melbourne, to me, uh, their best is better than Geelong's best. Geelong by 35 points over the Giants. This has been the post-game show for Rainbird. Rainbird, smarter irrigation, the intelligent use of water. Damien Watson is about to take over an AFL Nation and take your calls. Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au, predict Australia's score with a crystal ball, and it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semi finals, all thanks to McDonald's. Mackers, together and loving it. TNCs apply.